the skincare world is like a minefield. There's always a new product, there's always a new gadget coming out. It's hard to know which products are actually non-toxic and are going to deliver powerful outcomes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. From a list of over 250 skincare, hair care, makeup, hair, skin, nail supplements, grooming supplies, dribble rollers, and dermal rolling serums, I've got you covered. All of these products are pre-vetted by me and are free of parabens, salate sulfates, artificial dyes, and fragrances. Head on over to the shop page at theschoolofradiance.com. If you'd like some customized guidance, which I highly recommend, be sure to book your one-on-one -on -one session. Use promo code PODCAST15, and I look forward to connecting with you over at theschoolofradiance.com. Enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome to today's recording on the Rachel Varga podcast. It's great to have you joining me here today. And in today's show, we are going to cover what you need to know about pre and post recovery with tox or otherwise known as neuromodulators or wrinkle smoothing injectable treatments including things like neuromodulators and dermal fillers, aka hyaluronic acid fillers for reducing things like swelling and bruising. So I'm going to share with you some of my best tips to help you recover like a rock star and hopefully help to reduce things like swelling and bruising. And before we go any further into today's content, I would love to invite you to subscribe here on the Rachel Varga official Facebook page and YouTube channel. And on YouTube, hit the bell so that you know when I go live next and new content is released. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Rachel Varga podcast so that you can listen and tune in on the go and take those good vibes with you. Anyways, it's, it's great to hang out with here with you here today. It's uh, such a fun community that we're building. And be sure to leave a review on the Rachel Varga podcast. Give me some content ideas because what I'm basically doing is creating resources that I am asked all the time about different FAQs. So this is going to be an FAQ session on what to do pre and post facial treatments. First of all, we need to have a little bit of a well-rounded conversation on this topic because this could be a little bit of a taboo topic and there is more information coming to light that is speaking to things like safety and efficacy. So I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't cover this. So before we get into what you need to know before and after, we need to talk about alternatives to facial injectables. So what are some of the alternatives to non-surgical facial injectables for the face and rejuvenation? Well, there are things like medical grade skincare, dermal rolling, using different devices at home that use ultrasound or isonophoresis or all sorts of things, peptides in your skincare, antioxidants. But what you need to make sure of is that those products are actually safe and efficacious. And just because you pick up a bottle of something and it says, oh, it's got retinol or hyaluronic acid or this peptide like squalene or matrixyl 3000 or geraline, things like that, you need to make sure that the final formulation is effective, that it doesn't just have those active ingredients. So there's a lot of science that goes into really well-made formulations. There's also some great alternatives to uh, facial tox and dermal filler options, including laser rejuvenation. And I'm a huge fan of caring for your skin health first before doing some of these other non-surgical injectable options. So I just wanted to put that out there, that there are alternatives to these treatments that I actually 
actually recommend you do first and then just letting the injectables take care of what's left over if you need it. The other thing I want to talk about is when is it not a good idea to get facial injectables? And as many of you know, I am very much in the know of, you know, really important things like holistic aging. So a lot of my colleagues have worked with individuals who have actually claimed that they've been injured from certain rejuvenation treatments. And a lot of times that can happen if someone has like an underlying autoimmune issue or their toxic burden is just way too high. So some of the things I've been talking about in my recent academic articles that I've published, because I love teaching other clinicians best practices and to promote awareness on these topics for yourself as the potential consumer so that your safety and health is first and foremost. So if you are, say, living in a toxic soup of a home of an environment, and then you go and have a treatment, it can kind of be that one thing that breaks the camel's back. So you only ever want to do specific things like rejuvenation treatments on yourself when you're feeling well. And this is educational information only. This is not medical advice. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician and also review these potential options with your physician before doing them. But one thing that you potentially can do is actually ask your provider for a Dutch test. I'm going to be speaking a little bit more on this Dutch test here. I'm doing it for preconception prep to make sure that my hormones are in check. But in my conversations with uh, functional medicine practitioners, nurse practitioners, people that work with individuals that have gone through like breast implant illness and things like that, this is definitely a staple to get a snapshot as to what's going on on the inside. And if you say have an autoimmune issue going on, or you're just not feeling great, don't get a treatment. That would be my advice to you is to really work on your internal health first and the health of your skin. So that was just a little PSA there because not a lot of aesthetic physicians and nurses really understand this yet, this uh, concept of the toxic burden. All right, so let's get into it. First of all, what are toxins and dermal fillers and what can they do? The reason I'm not using a specific brand name that starts with B and ends with tox is because that's a, a, a name right? It's, it's a brand name. And I'm not going to talk about brands in this episode. They're neuromodulators or neurotoxins. That's why we want to be really careful that you're not kind of overburdened already before you have treatment. And what they do is they basically soften the message from the nerve to the localized muscle. So say for glabellar lines between the brows, forehead lines, crow's feet, and advanced protocols off-label use can even include things like min and lower face, which I can get into more detail on during consultation to talk about different options. And you can book that with me at rachelvarga.ca. Use promo code podcast15. Dermal fillers are used things like hyaluronic acid and there are things like BDDE mixed in with hyaluronic acid there's other things they're not usually just like a pure HA because there's hyaluronic acid chains and then there's these little binding little like clips that keep the chains in place so it's not just straight HA there's other things in there as well that a lot of people don't really know about but dermal fillers what they can do is they can restore things like lost volume so for example say you've notice some um, flattening to your cheeks and you've lost some of your fat, your collagen, soft tissue, and also bone. And I'm going to talk about what you can do afterwards, but first we're going to talk about what these, what these options are, but I will shed some light on sleeping after your treatment, but also if you're not going to get these treatments, how to sleep well 
to age well. Anyways, we lose fat, bone, soft tissue in our faces. So what happens is everything kind of starts to fall and sag to the jawline and all sorts of fun things. And there's a couple papers on this very topic. There's an academic paper published in 2017, 2018 that actually shed light on the fact that women's faces change shape three times faster than men's between the ages of 50 to 60. So menopause isn't really that nice to us. So what we do before that and during is really helpful to help us navigate um, those changes with our hormones that this Dutch test detects so that you go through that stage of your life with a little bit more grace and ease. So neuromodulators soften facial motions and dermal fillers provide a volume revolumization to the lips, certain fine lines, wrinkles, and all of that. And my first academic article was talking about tear trough fillers. And I just want to be very clear that I'm not a fan of tear trough fillers because of the issues that can arise a month, nine months later, nine years later, even and when they're done by the best of the best providers, they're probably one of the highest risk areas. So I can recommend some alternatives to tear trough to rejuvenate the eyes in a one-on-one -on -one session with me. So how do you prepare for your toxidermal filler appointment? Well, your provider should be relaying things like avoiding things like blood thinners. We're talking aspirin, ibuprofen, St. John's wort omega supplements, vitamin E, basically any multivitamin usually has some vitamin E stuck in there. And things like omegas, ginger, garlic, ginkgo, anything that starts with a G can also thin out your blood a little bit. But you need to check with your doctor before maybe uh, withdrawing off things like ibuprofen or aspirin if they're recommended for you for um, thinning your blood intentionally. But what those things will do do is they will, if you're taking blood thinners, uh, three days before two days before even a cocktail the night before even one alcoholic beverage, the night before your treatment will turn you into what I like to call a leaky faucet, you're just going to keep bleeding. And it's really annoying for your practitioner to have to stand there and apply pressure so that you stop bleeding because they don't want to give you a bruise. But a lot of times practitioners are pretty rushed, and they might not actually take the time to apply pressure to stop bleeding. So it's really up to you to do your research and listen to your provider and avoid things like those blood thinners if that's okay and you've given you've been given the nod by your doctor. So no alcohol a couple of days before, not even one half glass of wine or beer the night before. Trust me on this. And you're going to want to avoid any multivitamins or omegas as well. All right. Another thing that I'm going to talk about in regards to preparing before for your skin before your toxin dermal filler treatments, we're going to talk about skincare products and treatments that also need to be avoided as well. So why don't we just jump right into that question? Because that's a question I get literally all the time. Okay. Which skincare products or treatments should be avoided pre and post tox dermal fillers? And that's going to be things like avoiding your retinol and avoiding things like dermal rolling for sometimes up to a week before and a week after. What things like retinol do, alpha hydroxy, beta hydroxy, they're basically exfoliants. And what they will do is basically help to promote cell turnover. And when, you, when you're using those products, it'll actually temporarily thin the skin. And then when you stop using them, there's a process called re-epitheliization where the skin cells build back up. 
So what you don't want to do is having had done a really intense exfoliation treatment or you've been using retinol pretty consistently or your dermal rolling because it can actually lead to more irritation at the treatment site. So avoiding things like retinols and dermal rollers and those uh, blood thinners before your treatment is really going to help your skin recover quickly and reduce any uh, signs of irritation or delayed healing at the treatment site. Uh, also, you're going to want to, after having like a laser treatment, you want to make sure that your skin's fully recovered and isn't raw or red or anything like that. So a good rule of thumb is about a month between lasers and also some of these non-surgical injectable options. So what are some of the best ways to sleep post appointment and reduce bruising and swelling after toxin dermal fillers? And that generally is going to be don't squish your face because what happens is if you just had uh, dermal filler, say, uh, implanted into the cheek area, the lips, the marionette zone, jawline, necklace lines, and other areas, and what you don't want to do is apply pressure on those areas because you can actually shift your filler and migrate. That's one of the reasons why I don't like tear trough fillers is because it can actually migrate up into the orbit and block lymphatic drainage and things like that. So I'm getting a little technical in this video. And, uh, you know, I'm really just answering questions that I get all of the time. And there's a lot of not so great information here online. So it's up to you to uh, always confer with your physician before doing anything as well. So the Envy pillow is probably my, not probably, it is my top anti-aging pillow. So the Envy pillow, you can find that at rachelvarga.ca forward slash favorites. And the code to use for, I believe it's 10% or $10 off of your pillow is Varga10. I personally love the copper pillow with the silk pillowcase. And their anti-aging pillow is going to last you upwards of 10 years, maybe even longer. They're made in Canada. They're made by two fellow aesthetic nurses like myself as well. So your sleep position after having, say, a tox or dermal filler treatment is really important so that you're not squishing your face. That is very key. And also just aging in general, you don't want to be squishing your face because what that does is it creates pressure on your bones and your fat and creates vertical lines. So if you think of someone like Anthony Hopkins, he's got a ton of lines on his forehead that are vertical and also horizontal, and that can be contributed to sleeping. Also, some of the um, vertical lines in your brows or vertical lines to the lips are also attributed to side sleeping. Do not sleep on your stomach. If you have to side sleep, the Envy pillow is great because it's going to uh, give it's going to give your neck the right angle and uh, spine support as well. Sleeping is really important for aging well, because that's how your brain detoxes. All right, next question. Are there nutrients to help with recovery? Yes, there are. Some of the most popular ones you will hear about are things like Arnica, bromelain. Uh, those are kind of the big ones. No eating pineapples isn't going to give you bromelain. Bromelain is actually found in the pineapple stem. So that's why you're getting a specific supplement with that. So in my experience, I have spent a small fortune on getting all of these different types of supplements to allow myself to heal the best way I possibly can for both non-surgical and surgical options. And that was before I knew of a specific kit that was specifically designed for pre and post recovery. And that is the Glycidin Skin Nutrients Kit here. 
So this is the advanced pre and post formula. So say, for example, you're getting eyelid surgery, jaw surgery, rhinoplasty, breast augmentation, tummy tuck, things like that. This type of kit can be really helpful. Obviously have it cleared by your doctor, but it has all of these different cofactors to help to reduce things like bruising and swelling. And these products are actually backed by over 15 years of third-party independent lab testing. And uh, there's a lot of really shady products out there that you'll find on social media, sponsored ads, things like that. So I trust third-party independent lab tested nutrients. So that's a kit here. You can actually get this at rachelvarga.ca forward slash store and it will get shipped right to you. So this is a really great kit because it's got these little sachets that you open up and then you simply put them in your water and then you drink it. You put it in your smoothie as well but it's basically giving yourself nutrients in order to deal with things like inflammation and oxidative stress. So that's a really lovely advanced protocol option that I personally have used to help myself recover well, instead of buying like 10 supplements for healing, that's going to cost you way more than just getting this one particular kit that's actually optimized. And all the ingredients are synergistically formulated so that they work synergistically. Pretty cool. So that's my top nutrient to help with recovery. Uh, also, sometimes I'll make sure I'm taking an antioxidant enzyme containing something like superoxide dismutase, because once there's injury, there's going to be inflammatory markers, and oxidative stress and things like that. So that's like, probably more sophisticated information than you've seen elsewhere here. But that's why you guys are tuning in here on the Rachel Varka podcast, because you guys want the best of the best research backed, safe and efficacious options. And there's tons of research on the uh, glycogen options as well. So I covered everything that I wanted to talk about in regards to, um, you know, really covering pre and post recovery with toxin dermal fillers and neuromodulators, hyaluronic acid fillers for reducing things like swelling and bruising. And this is a resource for you to check in with, share this episode with a friend or family member that is maybe considering getting something done themselves. And again, just a, you know, a really important FYI here, when is it not a good idea to get things like facial injectables or just rejuvenation in general, when you're pregnant, when you're breastfeeding, when you're not feeling well, when your hormones are out of whack, you're toxic. And sometimes signs of toxicity can manifest as things like a lot of acne, or a lot of hyperpigmentation, or uh, perioral or periocular redness and swelling, that can be signs that things are, those can be signs that things are happening inside and you need to deal with that first. So that's why your physician or your other healthcare provider could maybe make a recommendation for doing a hormone panel test kit, like the Dutch test that I'll be talking a little bit more about on the podcast here and sharing my journey of going through all of that testing. So if you have a question around which products or rejuvenation options may be right for you, learn more with me at rachelvarga.ca and use promo code podcast15 for 15% off of your call with me. Share this episode with a friend or family member that you think could love it too. And show some love on the Rachel Varga official YouTube channel and on the podcast, subscribe and on YouTube, hit the bell so that you know when I go live next. And I also have a free gift for everybody tuning in. If you go to rachelvarga.ca, you'll see this cute little pop-up 
and you can get free access to my sophisticated skin cheat sheet and treatment planning guide, which is kind of like a day planner for helping you organize your in-clinic options and also a budgeting tool too. So those are free and you just get that when you register for my newsletter. You'll get that straight in your inbox for free. Well, it was great hanging out with you all. Hope you had a great day. I hope you have a great day and have had a great day already. And, you know, make smarter decisions for your aging journey. And no one's ever making you do anything. Only ever do things that is in alignment with your body, mind, spirit, energy. And when you're feeling well, if you're not feeling so hot, maybe delay your appointment until you are and check in with your doctor if you think you have a medical condition. All right. Have a good one, everybody.